0: You are listening to the Midlife Fulfill Podcast, the show for men and women over 40 who want to thrive in midlife. I'm your host, Bernie Borges. I surveyed hundreds of men and women over the age of 40, and I discovered that 78% of them reported not to be fulfilled. That's when I realized that I wasn't alone. So I launched this podcast where I feature midlifers with an inspirational fulfillment story to share with you as well as experts sharing information on a relevant topic that helps you thrive in your current midlife season. So stop beating yourself up. You deserve to thrive in midlife, and I want to help you with that. So listen up to this episode, and if you haven't subscribed to the Midlife Fulfill podcast, be sure to press the follow or subscribe button on your podcast player so that you don't miss future episodes. And subscribe to my weekly newsletter to get each episode delivered to your inbox, along with bonus content to help you thrive in midlife. And now, I invite you to prepare to be inspired, educated, challenged, or maybe all three. Enjoy this episode of the Midlife Fulfilled Podcast. Hello, my midlife. This is Bernie Borges, your host of the Midlife Fulfilled Podcast. And this is Episode 129, a takeaway episode from my conversation with Tim Washer on Episode 128. As a reminder, you know the drill. My takeaway episodes are not a replacement for the entire conversation. So, if you haven't listened to Episode 128, I suggest that you pause this, go back to the previous episode first and listen to my full conversation with Tim Washer. And before I get to my one takeaway that I want to cover with you, I'm going to recap three key points that we discussed on episode 128. Number one, making a connection. Tim Washer shares his insights on starting a conversation and how building trust through a simple moment of humor can open doors and create meaningful, relationships number two the power of laughter laughter is not just about entertainment it's a powerful tool for building trust and for creating positive connections and number three finding purpose Tim overcame resistance and fear to find his true calling which is leading him to a fulfilling career that combines comedy and communication And this is where I want to land for my takeaway for this episode. Tim shared his experience that stems from a devotional that asked him to identify his spiritual gift. His response to the question was making people laugh. In other words, comedy. And then the follow-up question in this devotional is, on a score of 1 to 10... How would he grade himself on how good of a steward he was using this spiritual gift? This question really shook Tim. He had no choice but to score himself zero. He says that he was not using his spiritual gift to any degree that would warrant any score above zero. This was a watershed moment for Tim. I mean, he had a real-life moment. He says that in that moment, one word consumed him, and that word was obligation. Tim felt that he was disobeying an obligation to use his spiritual gift. Hearing Tim share this story reminded me of another story, and I'm going to share this story with you that speaks to this issue, namely the issue of obligation to use one's spiritual gifts. Now, if you prefer to think of spiritual gifts as talents that you were born with, Go for it. That's your choice. The story that I'm going to share with you is from the Bible. And at the end of this story, consider the lesson that it's teaching, even if you're not a reader of the Bible. The story is known as the Parable of the Talents. It's a well known biblical passage, and it underscores the concept of using one's gifts or talents wisely. This parable is found in the New Testament, it's in the book of Matthew, specifically. Matthew chapter 25, verses 14 through 30. In this parable, Jesus teaches about the responsibility of using the resources or talents that God has given to each of us. In the parable, a master entrusts three of his servants with different amounts of money, also known as talents, before he goes away on a trip. Now, two of the servants invest and double the money that they were given while the other one servant who was given the least amount buries his talent and doesn't use it at all. He later told his master that he buried it to protect it. And when the master returns, he joyfully commends the two servants who multiplied their talents and he rewards them. But he strongly, strongly rebukes the servant who buried the money that was entrusted to him. The key message of this parable is not about making money, which some believe. The message is that each of us should use the gifts, abilities, talents, and resources that we've been given by God wisely and productively. This parable emphasizes that faithful stewardship and the productive use of our talents are expected and rewarded while neglecting or burying those talents is not acceptable. Let me repeat that. Faithful stewardship and the productive use of your talents are expected and rewarded while neglecting or burying those talents is not acceptable. Are you enjoying the Midlife Fulfill podcast? Whether you're a longtime listener or a new listener, I want you to know that I'm on a mission to empower people over 40 to thrive in midlife. And I have a favor to ask. If you're enjoying the podcast, please share it with someone. Now, if you've already shared it with a friend, thank you. I really appreciate it. If you haven't, I bet you know someone who would enjoy the Midlife Fulfilled Podcast. And hey, sharing it is easy. Just find the share icon on your podcast player, tap it, and text or email it to a friend It's that easy. And hey, I thank you. And maybe your friend will thank you too. And now, back to our regularly scheduled program. I've always wanted to say that. I'm just a kid at heart. Now, the parable of the talents in the Bible serves as a moral lesson about being responsible and faithful in using the abilities and the opportunities that God has provided to each of us. It encourages us to use our God-given gifts for the benefit of others and to honor God in the process. Now, you might be very familiar with this parable in the Bible, and in that case, let this just be a simple reminder of the obligation to use your God-given gifts. Or maybe you're not familiar with this parable from the Bible. I encourage you to go read it. I've only paraphrased it here. The actual text is very dramatic. It will grab your attention. Now, you may not be open to a Bible passage. And if that's you, I encourage you to recognize that whatever talents you were born with happen for a reason. And it's your obligation, just as it's my obligation, to use our natural-born talents for good. And that can include earning a living with them. You know, as a sports fan... I appreciate when a baseball player hits a home run and when he's crossing the plate, he points to the sky, giving thanks to God for his talent. Some football players do the same thing when they score a touchdown. When Coco Goff won the 2023 U.S. Open Tennis Women's Championship at the age of 19, she knelt at her chair and she prayed. Now She was on international television and she prayed in public after she won this prestigious tournament. And during the television interview with her, she was asked what her faith means to her. And she responded by giving thanks for the opportunity to use her God-given talent, win or lose. Whatever you choose to believe, I want to encourage you to ask yourself the same question that Tim Washer asked and answered. On a score of 1 to 10, how do you grade yourself in using your God-given talents? Tim's moment of awareness, that he has an obligation, is a moment that can happen to any of us. And after my recording with Tim, I asked myself this very same question. And while I didn't score myself a zero, I thought hard and honestly about it, and I arrived at five or six. While that's not terrible, there's a lot of room for improvement. And I'm sharing this with you openly and honestly because this is in part what I want to do with this podcast is to share a piece of me with you. And it's my hope, it's my prayer that I can use my God-given talents through this podcast to reach men and women over 40 who are struggling with something that's holding them back from thriving as much as they want to thrive. Tim said that he's at peace now because he's aware that comedy is his spiritual gift and his calling. And he's confident that doors will continue to open for him to use his gift of comedy and communication to help people connect and, wherever needed, rebuild or strengthen relationships. And he's doing this now, and he plans to stay on this path, following the calling that he's been given and experiencing fulfillment from it, even if some days are a struggle, because we all struggle. I struggle. Don't you struggle? We all struggle. And Tim knows that in the grand scheme of things, he's on the right path. He's at peace with the path that he's on, whether today is a struggle or a good day. As long as he's following his calling, he's on the right path, and that's all that matters. I'm so thankful to Tim for sharing his journey and reminding us, reminding me that I have room for improvement in my obligation to use my spiritual gifts. Hey, I want to remind you that you can watch my entire conversation with Tim Washer on episode 128 on my YouTube channel, and it's linked up in the show notes page. While you're on the show notes page, don't forget to download my Midlife Career Reboot Workbook, whether it's for you or for a friend. Hey, my next episode's going to be a little bit different. I'm not going to give you the details now other than this. I'm planning to share a recent experience that I had on my next episode. I hope you'll tune in to hear about this experience. I think you'll enjoy it. You know what time it is, my midlife friend. It's that time when I remind you that if you're 80% fulfilled, you're doing great. If you want to know how I know this, Listen to episode 100 where I explain this. Hey, I'll see you on my next episode, episode 130, featuring my recent experience. I'll see you then. Hey, thanks for listening to this episode of the Midlife Fulfilled Podcast. I hope you were inspired, informed, challenged, or all three. I'm on a mission to reach men and women over 40 who want to thrive. And if you're wondering how you can help me reach more midlifers, it's easy. First, be sure to press the subscribe button on your favorite podcast player so that you don't miss future episodes. Secondly, share the Midlife Fulfill podcast with someone you know. Thirdly, and this is my biggest ask, rate or review this podcast either in Apple Podcasts or your podcast player of choice. Hey, this is my favorite part of each episode, because this is where I remind you that if you're 80% fulfilled, you're doing great. And if you want me to prove this to you, listen to episode 100. I'm your host, Bernie Borges, and I'll catch you on the next episode of the Midlife Fulfilled Podcast.